6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All right, uh, international travelers who have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 will once again be allowed on Canadian soil this week. As of 12.01 this morning, all foreign nationals who have been vaccinated with a vaccine authorized for use by Health Canada will be allowed in the country for non-essential purposes and won't need to quarantine for 14 days. So to date, Canada has uh, approved vaccines made by Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, and AstraZeneca. Now, the federal government says foreign travelers who are fully vaccinated will be free to come to Canada as long as they are asymptomatic, that they've received their two doses um, or uh, a combined of accepted vaccines at least 14 days before they enter the country and meet the other pre-entry requirements. Now, it is pretty confusing right now to know what you have to do, what you need to do. Uh, and what you can do. So to help us all through it all, we're joined by Claire Newell, the president and CEO of Travel Best Bets. Claire, welcome back to the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Jalen. Yeah, I, I, I do sense that there is some confusion. But this, remember, is for people coming in yeah. Canada. Boy, oh boy, we're going to start. What was that? Not sure what that was. Sorry about that, Claire. But yeah, that's uh, for people coming into Canada. So they will have to follow these rules. So for the folks right now listening, uh, Claire, who are thinking about, hey, I want to go to Mexico over Christmas, or maybe I want to go to Spain and Portugal in March. They're looking at booking something. What do they need to know right now? Well, very similar return. It's really not changed. So first we let Canadians who were fully vaccinated back into Canada with the same controls that we let U.S. citizens and permanent residents, which happened on August the 9th. And now they're just opening it up to more people, basically all foreign nationals who meet the, uh, the requirements. So if you're coming back to Canada, regardless of where you're going to, same rules apply. You have to have a PCR test taken within 70 two hours of your flight back to Canada okay. you have to fill out the arrive can app and I have to tell you I'm quite nervous myself because on Thursday I'm taking my very first international trip mm. um, since the start of the pandemic my last trip was February of 2020 I've been very careful to listen to our government and just um, you know avoid travel and I am going you know it's twofold Jalen I'm going because my daughter is started her master's at uh, Arizona State University mm-hmm. and so it's I'm just flying down to Phoenix and I am going on a non-stop flight I will be wearing an N95 mm-hmm. I have to have an antigen test uh, I'm actually choosing to do it tomorrow even though my flight is on Thursday you can technically have the rapid antigen test which is all you need to travel to the U.S. To, um, done the same day that you travel if the airport wherever you happen to be flying out of offers that and just get there a good hour before okay. you would have normally I'm getting it just it's easy it's on my way home from work but it does okay. cost a hundred bucks yeah so you know it's, and then I actually had because I'm only going for five days I had to make sure that I booked my PCR test two days after I land to be able to get the results back uh, and that was 129 US dollars to come back. So Claire one of the things that I hear from a lot of folks saying hey you know what I'm I'm interested in in going away but what if what if you know get down to wherever you're going and you you take that test to come back and it's positive what happens at that point? So you're actually not allowed on a flight uh, until you test negative so I 
say there's two things that you need to have when you are booking a trip. So say you see this deal to Mexico or deal to the States or to Hawaii or anywhere you want to go and you think the deal is really attractive, just make sure that it is one, that it is flexible. Like you can get out of it. You can change it or you can cancel it so you're not left holding the bag. If this pandemic has taught us anything, it's that things change very quickly when it comes to travel. The other thing is, is to make sure you have insurance. I've always been an advocate of getting at least emergency medical insurance when you're traveling. But now it's so much more important because you need to make sure you've got COVID coverage so that if you get it, like if I get it and I'm down in Arizona, fine, I'm staying with my daughter. But if I was going somewhere to Mexico or to Hawaii and I couldn't get back on a flight, I'd have to pay for accommodation and meals and you name it. I may be changing the flight. So you want to make sure you have the coverage for that. And for that very reason, there are a lot of people who will choose not to travel at all right now, mm-hmm. especially with the spread of the, the, the COVID variant, mm-hmm. um, the, the Delta variant. Um, but there are people who are starting to want to travel. And at the moment, a lot of the people who are, have been waiting from you know, different countries all over the world who've been waiting for this day to come so that they can come and see friends and family. I mean, there's, yes, there's people who are um, putting vacations that, yes, they are overdue. I get it. But um, those are the tail end of this year and into 2022. Claire, we're hearing and uh, hearing about uh, and seeing uh, seeing reports of a lot of planes being, I don't know, delayed, cancelled, you know, shifted around, oh, that yeah. sort of thing. So, what's going? Is that just still um, the airlines trying to get up to speed? Get you know, what what is going on there? Yeah, and I know a lot of people are really kind of pissed off. Yeah. I have to say that. <laughs> they're pissed off, right? Um, because they're saying that it's just not good customer service. But the reality is, is COVID has created a huge challenge for the entire travel and tourism industry. It doesn't matter if it's the air airlines mm-hmm. or if it's the airports, the hotels, maybe even restaurants that really rely on tourism. Yeah. They are all having real staffing issues. Many people who had, were, didn't have jobs for 18 months mm-hmm. and then maybe were called back chose not to come back to the industry. So um, we're seeing long lineups uh, at the airports. We're seeing lost luggage. You know, a lot of yeah. people are being trained. We're seeing long wait times over the phone. So there's a lot of people who may be afraid to travel because of COVID itself. But there's a lot of other people out there who will not like the whole process at the moment. The testing, the yeah. extra protocol and steps, the lineups. And so I say wait then, because unless you are really willing to be... Um, taken a lot of patience and being really mindful and respectful of everyone, the ground, the air crew, your fellow passengers, don't go because it's not the same as it was pre-COVID. This is a whole different process. I I haven't even done it yet, but just the lead up to my trip. Yeah. Um, and, and just for anyone listening who is heading to the airport, doesn't matter if it's domestic or if it's international. If you're going on a domestic trip, please get there at least an hour and a half ahead of your flight. I know that's a lot longer than you would normally go. But for international, I'm saying at least three hours. And that's because the airlines now have to check everyone um, for the documentation. And they're not used to that. Canada border services have to check yeah, yeah. all these people coming in. It's a lot more cumbersome. Yeah, and, and there's so many different, you know, provinces have different things. Like, it's just, yeah, we don't have a tickety-boo, this is what's going to be. Question for you. Now, I know right now that the U.S., there's no vaccination requirements for visitors to the U.S. You have to take a test, and that's fine. So if, you, if you're if you not vaccinated and you decide to head down to, to, U, to the U.S. for, I don't know, a week... And then you're coming back to Canada and trying to get back in. And you're Canadian, but you're not vaccinated. What happens? 
you can come back in, but you quarantine for 14 days. 14 so days. and you and you go through test on day one and a test on day eight. I don't know why anyone would want to do that. Like it's just so much easier to travel if you're fully vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. And I do get a lot of people saying, "Hey, Claire, what do I need to go to the U.S.? Will they take a combo of AstraZeneca and mm-hmm. Moderna, which is what I actually have?" Yeah. And I keep having to remind people, you don't need to show proof of vaccine going into the U.S. at this stage yeah. of the game. You may one day. Yep. Um, but that hasn't stopped me from printing out my health record. I live in BC, so I went to BC Health Gateway and printed it out because I'm t- I surprise I'm surprising my daughter and taking her to see <laughs> Hamilton. Oh, yes. and I think I think we may need to actually show proof of vaccine. I think you do. And so along the way, there are there may be a need to get into certain restaurants. If a, if a business decides that, I want to make sure that yeah. I have all of my documents in order. And I'm taking that printout, my my actual little business card size cards yeah. that I got when I got my jab. I'm being really careful. And I'm traveling with N95 masks in both directions. They'll be on. I, I'm really kind of a nervous Nelly when I travel, even at the best of times as far as germs. Yeah. So you'll it, you'll see me sanitizing my my hard surfaces, my armrests, my seat belt, my tray table, everything on the flight. But I will not be taking off um, that N95 yeah. from the second I get into the airport until I leave from the Phoenix airport. Well, Claire, best of luck with, uh, with the traveling. Thanks for answering some questions here. I know that there are just questions that have been rolling around in, in my head and in my listeners head as well i think it's really important that you if you are traveling no matter where you're traveling to talk to somebody who knows what the heck is going on what the rules are because otherwise you know it could get just get even messier and and messy travel is never fun (laughs) no it's not claire appreciate it safe travels thank you for this thank you Yeah, claire newell is the president and ceo of travel best bets